glory, the face of God. Um, what an amazing um, and strategic uh, message series during this Christmas season as we look into the characteristics of God, the, the qualities that he reveals to us, and especially during Christmas, talking about Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. And Exodus 34, 6 is where we see Emmanuel yeah. and what it means to have the characteristics of God, the qualities of God manifest through Jesus as he comes to earth around Christmas time. Yeah, I tell you what, when I started this series, when we started digging into this message series, I did not realize the path it was going to take us down. I, I mean, it's kind of one of those, you know, Jesus is uh, God incarnate. That's one of those, you know, biblical, I, I hope things that we just understand that Jesus was God, he was fully man, he was fully God. And it, that, that, that's, a, you know, it's so hard to wrap our minds around because sure. that, it is. But when I, as I dove into it, knowing kind of where I was going, I had no clue the depth it was going to take us. Um, in Exodus chapter 34, 6, you're right. That is where uh, God reveals himself to Moses. And if you want to watch the past messages, we've covered four of the five characteristics. So let me, let me read Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. It says, Yahweh, or it says, the Lord passed in front of Moses calling out. And so we dived into that through the last several messages. Mm-hmm. It says that calling out Yahweh the Lord. The God of compassion, there's the first one. Mm-hmm. Mercy, which uh, is translated in a lot of transi- uh, translations, grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I am slow to anger. So God says, I'm slow to anger. That was a fun message because there's that. So that third one is he's slow to anger, but that means he does get angry. Mm-hmm. So what do we do with an angry God? Yeah. Uh, go watch that video. Um, that message was a fun one. <laughs> um, and I, I didn't even get to even kind of cover the bases yeah. and then on christmas eve we covered the fourth one which is uh, and filled with unfailing love uh, the love that does does not end that loyal love loyal love yes yeah. o- overflowing love that never quits flowing yeah i know that's kind of redundant but it's all uh, intentionally redundant it, it creates that word picture you know in the brain when you when you hear that you picture it yeah like the stream that you that you that you showed it it's the example the, the metaphor of God's love. Yeah, it never stops flowing. And then and no matter what we do, no matter where we go, that stream's still flowing. So mm-hmm. we just got to go back to the stream to be filled. Because he's loyal. Because he's overflowing and awesome. he's loyal. Yeah. Um, and so then um, and now we get to go into this last one and faithfulness. Faithfulness. What uh, This is one that uh, we're going to have fun with. So you ready to dive into talking about yes. this word faithful in the Hebrew is the word emit, emit. So that looks like this. Um, so this is what um, the Hebrew word emit looks like. It's translated faithfulness here, but it also means truth. So you ready to dive into it? Let's do it. So faithfulness, truth, emit. So, man, I, I love digging into the Hebrew language because when you study the Bible, you need to study it in context. Yeah, everybody. Say it now. What? Context. I, I can almost hear it. Everybody. <laughs> context. 
so when you when you study it in context, one of the important ways that we study the the the, lang- the, the word of God is in its he in its original language context. So in right. this case, the original language is Hebrew. Yeah. So that word emit is there, and it it's a powerful word because it means. Uh, truth, faithfulness is how it gets translated. But whenever we're studying it, we we always go back, and this is I've been talking about this through the series. And when I would give these these helpful pieces of information, I'm I'm giving it so people can study the Word of God on right. their own. So right. the word that we uh, emit the first time it's given to us in the Bible, and that's the that's called the principle of first mention, mm-hmm. is uh, is actually found uh, in Genesis uh, chapter 15. And it is in the context of God giving Abraham the covenant promise. And he says, Then the Lord took Abraham outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. If you can. That's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his emit. His emit. So that word emit there is that... Um, that that faithful that trusting um god was able to count abraham faithful yeah why because he was able to count because abraham counted god as faithful right it, it, it's 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 a hebrew word that like many hebrew words translated into english cannot be done in one word no so it, it it's best to say that this word can be translated english in a word group the words are words like steadiness, consistency, reliability, trust, faithfulness. Yeah, and that's where I, I get worried sometimes because when we get into having a, like the Christian conversation, you know, we're, there's some there's some words that almost get overused, like Christianese. Yeah, yeah, and and this is one of those words that can get overused because faith is such a, a thing of you're a Christian, so that's your Christian faith. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to it that we we need to look at it. And so faithful, this this word emit has this uh, a relational, uh, an emotional context to it. Right. So it, it is cyclical. So uh, I think the and this is an illustration pe- may, people may have seen before is that uh, I, I, you and I are having faith in in these chairs. Sure. Uh, we didn't question it. We pulled the you know we pulled in the chair. We sat down and we put our full body weight on it because we had faith. Mm-hmm. That this chair was going to be true to what it said it was going, to, what it's designed to do. Right. So right there is two of those words. We had faith in it yeah. because it's been true. Every time we've walked into this connect room and sat down and started talking, it's been true to me. Right. In reality, it's not you that are originally being faithful. It's the chair that's faithful. Exactly. And you, being full of faith, are able to sit in the chair. Yep. And now you're faithful. <laughs> yeah, so I'm made a, faithful right. by putting my faith in something that has been true. So now that I've been faith, I'm faith, I'm full of faith because this chair has been faithful to me. It, it's that relationship, like you said, it's reciprocal. Yeah. So in this in this situation, Abraham and God are having that cyclical relationship. Yeah. So God's been faithful to Abraham. He calls him to look up at his stars, and because of what has happened in Abraham's past, he's able to go, okay, I believe God. And that's that's the big thing. Faithful, being faithful, it's not blind. Fa- blind faith is not the a biblical faith. Right. That's now, not are, really what we see here. No, it co- it causes us because it, you're not going based off of nothing. You're going based off what you know. Evidence. The, the evidence is already there. So I'm 
I'm not blindly faith giving trust to this chair. Mm-hmm. No, I knew this chair has been faithful. It's been faithful before. A lot of chairs have been faithful. There's been a few chairs that haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> Those that have been in Nicaragua with me know that <laughs> there are chairs that can be unfaithful. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, so they, they have some really flimsy chairs there. Um, but they, but in, in all things, the majority of the time, chairs have been faithful to me. So I, I go to a chair and I am faithful because the chair has been faithful. There you go. And that's the principle of first mention, as we see in scripture. Therefore, we can assume that that is the picture of faithfulness that God wants us to have. Exactly. That's what faithfulness looks like. Yep. So God is is faithful. We're faithful in a chair. You you have a background and a unique perspective on this. As, as a surveyor, you use a tool, a plumb line. Correct. Okay. Well, go yeah, ahead. It's interesting. Like as I think about faithfulness and what it looks like, both in the short term and the long term, you really can't divide the two. So what I what I use in the industry of land surveying is we use a device called a plumb line. This is used to establish what is vertical in uh, upon a surface that is flat. So an upright surface, we use a plumb line to determine what is vertical. And um, it, it's the method in which we use to establish what is true. So the true vertical is based not upon the ground, but upon the, the, that tool that you're using. Correct. Okay. So I wrote it down this way. Our, our long-term results as we do a land survey we're really, our accuracy in that survey long-term is dependent upon the accuracy of the tool we use in the short-term. So long-term results are based solely upon our relationship with the truth that we establish in the short-term. Preach. And that is an example of faithfulness. I would say at, at its root, faithfulness is about our relationship with truth. Yeah, okay. So we're, we're taking this, we, we got a, a cyclical relationship. We can understand that the tools that we use mm-hmm. determine how true we can. So the tools that we use are dependent, make forth their, a, a, that relationship with faith. So how do, yeah. now the question is, how do we apply this? Right. And how do we take something like faithfulness, which can be Christianese yeah. you know, and, and a word that's overused. What does that look like long term? Well, it's very dependent upon what we do short term. That's good. So now that we have a much better understanding of what faithfulness is in its biblical context. How how do we apply this to to our daily life? Well, of course, this is where it's fun to get into the context of this um, this word faithfulness emit in in the Hebrew um, is that this word emit actually has the last so that it makes it's made up of three Hebrew letters, which are the last uh, are the last letter of the last words God says about in His creation 
comments. And the last right. words he says are, uh, Bara Elohim la sat. And I'm, I'm trying there really you hard. You may be butchering it, but we don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> Bara Elohim la, la asut, which means literally God created to do. Which right there, that should like so those last letter of that of the, that saying make up the word emit, hmm. and the rabbis teach that this shows that God is when we're faithful, we're living out what God created us to do. Wow! So you, I, I that's love what it. faithfulness means. Right, you you are doing what you are created to do, and then the rabbis then teach. That um, that those the word emit those three Hebrew words are the first, middle, and last letters of the Hebrew alphabet. So it's all encompassing. And it, I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in God that just knows what He was. <laughs> so the Hebrews and the Hebrews are very strong about teaching from the word has so much meaning. The language has so much value, and so they teach that this shows us that to be faithful is not. Uh, one thing, something we do periodically, it is what consumes our entire lives. It consumes the entire alphabet, mm -hmm. front, middle, and last. Faithfulness with the big things and with the little things. And this is where we apply it to our life, is that we have to understand that being true to what God's created us to be is not a morning, a Sunday morning routine. Mm -hmm. It's not even just when we get into the Word and have those personal devotional times. Um, and it's not just when we have a good worship song playing in the car. Being faithful, being true to what we're created to be is an ongoing process. Right. Faithful as, as a father, faithful as a husband, faithful uh, in, in my workplace, mm -hmm. faithful as a student. Mm -hmm. uh, as an employer, as an employee, all of that. Yeah. So there, there, it, so to apply it to us personally means that we are to apply it to every area of our lives. So, so this is now something that we're, we're learning, we're internalizing as followers of Jesus Christ, individuals. But what does this look like as, as a church family, as we move into a new chapter, 2021, what will this look like as a church family? Faithfulness. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was interesting. You, we have, we've been having this discussion for a while now. Mm -hmm. Uh, moving into 2021, what what does it look like? Because 2020 has been a challenging year to figure yes. out how to operate as a church, and so we've we've been trying new things. We've been mm -hmm. trying, you know, we you know do this, send, you know, how do we engage with uh, with the kids? How do we engage yeah. in the candlelight service? How do we just lots of creativity, lots of extra effort? Yeah, yeah. And again, God led us down this path of walking through these five characteristics, and we get we end the year with faithfulness. And I believe it's not just to end the year with; it is to say, okay, now we launch into 2021 and being faithful. So we know through all the ups and downs of 2021 or 2020 yeah. that God has been faithful, Amen. and we we're able to say now we move to 2021 and. He's faithful. 
Now let us, we, that reciprocal, that cyclical, yeah, that cycle of faithfulness right. goes. Now I'm, I'm going. We as a church need to be faithful collectively. Our relationships as followers of Jesus Christ, and then as a church family, and even the capital C church to be faithful, requires that each and every follower of Jesus Christ within that family collectively comes together. Yeah. To proceed with faithfulness stepping into another year of unknowns and I'm sure obstacles ups and downs yeah life yep and that's where so faithfulness here's where I want to challenge us and where we're going to be taking the church Uh, so you and I are going to be going into a new series that's challenging us on our faithfulness because here's we we trust God faith as as Christianese is easy to say I'm trusting and I have put my faith in Jesus because he died for me mm-hmm. and we talk about that and that's always typically used in the term of I'm trusting him with my eternal life mm-hmm. that part is true for us yes we, we like that truth mm-hmm. we internalize that truth and that's a huge fundamental piece of the gospel message yeah however <laughs> if that is true then everything that Jesus taught us then must also be true yeah because he's faithful Yep, exactly. And that's where we're going in 2021. It's going to be a blast because we're going to be talking about, yes, God is faithful in salvation. And we Amen. we trust him in salvation. So if we're going to say Jesus is right in salvation, then he must be right in everything else he taught us about this life. So, yes, Jesus gave us, he is the one and only way to salvation and right. eternal life. But he's also the one who gave us the right way to live our lives every day. Amen. Faithfulness. So he is our savior and he's also our teacher. Yep. In the day to day. And that's where we're going to have fun in 2021, especially through the month of January, you and I are going to lead our church to what it means to look at Jesus and say, what if Jesus is right about everything he said? Hey, looking forward to hanging out with you guys in 2021 and um, love you guys. We're praying for you and man, it's been 2020 let's bring out the year and get in on with 2021 yeah amen